to say to her. If she's no longer here, I want you to write it down and then pray it to her. One more time. If your mother is still here, I want you to write the notes and say them to her. Watch it because it's something you can say to her. If she's not here, I want you to pray it to her. Amen. Because she's in heaven with the father. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Luke chapter two. If you have it, say amen. If you don't say wait. All right. Because we've waited long enough. All right. Luke chapter two. Start reading at verse number six. I want you to listen clearly and carefully. I don't want no distractions. So if you need to get your gum, your peppermint or whatever, go ahead and do that now. A little stick of gum or whatever you want to get, do that now. Because I'm looking at y'all and I want y'all looking at me. Amen. Now, mamas, I'm asking you to uh, be responsible with your children. Go old school. They go to sleep, pull her ear, nudge them or something. Amen. Yeah, that's old school. That's what mamas used to do. Anybody remember that? Uh, yeah. You, you. Uh, some of y'all here still rage. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 6. When you have it, say amen. amen. All right. And it reads from the New King James Version. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son. Let the church say firstborn. firstborn. And wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign, let the church say sign, to you, you will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Now, quite honestly, uh, this message is usually formulated during Christmas time. You know, we listen to it and we're familiar with it. But uh, that's a severe injustice to just talk about it during Christmas because it's so powerful, Reverend Ridley, that it speaks way beyond that, way beyond that. And so uh, since I have a title for today's message, write it down, take good notes, but you're going to get the CD. The title for this morning's message is Dear Mama. Dear Mama, now, uh, made very popular by a modern-day poet, Tupac Shakur, and Tupac said, uh, uh, in, this, in this, 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 this letter, this poet expresses, oh boy, I don't want to get emotional. This poet expresses to his mother how he feels, and he reflects on all the stuff she did, and I love that throughout the song, Rodney, he says, you are appreciated. He makes note, in spite of all that has happened, Mama... You are appreciated. So those of you, mother, I want you to know if nobody else tells you today, you are appreciated. This preacher, this black man preaching to you today wants you to know you are appreciated. And I want you to feel that now. So in his saying that I thought about it and and the Lord said, tell the people of God today they're going to write letters. Now, some of you may just hold it all in your mind. Some of you may want to write it out later, but take the notes because I want you to put these three points in your letter. You're going to start writing to your mother, whether she's here or gone to glory, you're going to pray it to her. Dear mama, and I'm going to give you three things you should thank God for about your mother. And it's all in verse number seven. All right. Now, 
I want you to remember now, we're writing this letter to mama. Now, of course, I can't speak to every mother's particular situation because all of us weren't raised the same. Some of us were raised very well, not me, but some of you all were raised very well, had everything you needed when you needed it, and that's fine. But I, I've got to speak to the majority of mothers since I can't do every individual. So I'm going to speak to the majority of mothers in, in the world that had to, especially us, that really had to go through. All right. So bear that in mind. All right. <clears throat> My focus is verse number seven. I'll go a little bit to 12, but I want to focus on verse number seven. If you're with me, say amen. amen. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. She brought forth her firstborn, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger. Stay with me. Because there was no room for them in the end. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in the manger. You don't like that? Because there was no room in the end. I feel like Jordan when I can't miss a shot. Or Curry when I'm busting threes. Why? She wrapped him in swaddling clothes. I'm going somewhere. Laid him in the manger. Because Mother Mary, there was no room for him in the end. Now, I got to be honest with you, because we have sanitized this text so much and we allow Hollywood movies and stuff to make us view it the wrong way. It was not no sweet little place where you see the picture of a baby wrapped up in this little uh, wooden little crib like and the angels all there in the background and the shepherds and the kings there and. Mary looking pleasantly posed and Joseph just as happy. No, 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 no. Watch this. Because when you study the scripture, the manger was a feeding trough. Stay with me. It was a place they fed the pigs, the cows, the horses. It was a feeding trough. It was where these animals would slop up, mess up, Germs infested and they would come there to eat. Mary takes this manger, this, this feeding trot and turns it into a manger. You didn't catch it. Mary has Jesus, the savior of the world, wrapped up in swaddling clothes in a feeding trough where there was all these germs and these animals was eat and leave uh, feces and, and stenches and Mary lays Jesus in a feeding trough. And we called it a manger. Here's your first point. You're looking, but you're listening. Here it is. Here's the first thing you want to tell mama. Dear mama, thank you for doing your best with what you had. Oh, I'm ready for you today. Mama, thank you for doing the best with what you had. What did she have? She had a feeding trough. Sloppy, filthy, and she took Jesus and changed it into a manger. Okay, you're looking, but you're listening. Mama, you may not have had the best, but you did the best with what you had. You may not have plenty of money, but you did the best with what you had. You didn't have everything you wanted, but you did your best. Children, look at your mama and repeat after me. Mama, yes. 
thank you for doing your best with what you had. Hey, Jesus. You didn't have everything you wanted, but they got what they needed. You couldn't take them on vacations. They couldn't eat out all the time. Didn't have the best of food. But you did the best with them sugar sandwiches. You did the best. Bread and syrup. You did the best. Didn't have a backpack. You had a paper bag from the supermarket. But you made sure they got up. They went to school. They ate. You made them have everything the best you could give them. And I'm talking to some mama, don't you dare wear no frown today. You did the best you could with what you got. Oh, that's what Mary does. Blanche, that's what Mary does. She don't have uh, uh, cleaning products and all this to make. She didn't have a crib. Boy, you're going to make me work. She didn't have pampers. She had swaddling clothes that she wrapped her son in, placed him there because there was nowhere else to take him. And mama, you did the best you could. No, they couldn't get the stuff they wanted. But you gave them what you did. You didn't give them the worst. You gave them the best you could. You worked with what you had. Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. Mama worked with what she had. Can you do the same? Always talking about what you ain't got. I wish she would have did this. So and so mama do that. So listen, I'm not their mama. I'm your mama. And if you don't like what I'm doing here, where big mama at? You can where the Lord sure enough split you. I come to encourage mothers today. Mama, you did the best you could with what you had. Look at Mary. She wished she could have had other things. She wished she could have provided the bed. This is her firstborn. And all she could do is wrap him in swaddling clothes, clean out as much of the mess she could and put Jesus in it. There was nowhere else to go. Now I'm talking to some mother and you had to struggle. Nobody else helped you raise them kids, wherever he was. And brothers, I'm not putting you down because some of you were there and still there. God bless you. But we're focusing on mothers today. We got you next month. But mama, you did. And you ought to be proud of that because mothers were the foundation. Listen, listen, listen. I said it this morning. Jesus could have came any way God wanted him to. He could have put him here. I mean, he did Adam and Eve full body. But he allows Jesus to come through a woman. Come through a virgin, a young girl, and she's not even married yet. So let me give some comfort for those mothers who ain't got no husband. She ain't even married yet, but she's got a gift in her. Woo, Jesus. First thing you want to tell mama in your letter, dear mama, thank you for doing your best with what you had. All right, so I don't just Focus on mothers. Let me ask you individually. Can you stand? Will you be able to stand before the Lord and say, Lord, I did the best I could with what I had. I didn't have a lot of money, but I gave you a dime out of every dollar. Lord, have mercy. I didn't have the best, but I gave it to you because I did the best I had. I didn't make church all the time, but when I wasn't at church, I was talking about church. And when I could be here, I got here. I understand church is not an option. It's an obligation. Thank you, Father. Thank you. 
Are you going to be able to stand before the law and say, I told somebody about Jesus. I led somebody to Christ. I tried to live the best I could. I didn't do it always right. I fell on and got up, but I did the best with what I had. Come on, mama. You had to work them two jobs. You struggled. You didn't get but a sixth grade education. But them kids, all your kids are able to say, mama did make sure I had food to eat. Mama made sure I had clothes on my back. She did the best she could with what she had. And, and, and it, our new kids, they don't know nothing about that. All they know is what I want, what I want. Mama did the best. And she would say many times, Lord, I hear my mama talking. If you don't eat it, you're going to go to bed hungry. Ain't no McDonald's. Come on. Ain't no pick what you want. Ain't no fix your food. You're going to fix. Oh, where my mama's at. You're going to eat what I got. And guess what? Don't you go in that refrigerator. Let me go south. Don't go in that ice box. What are we going to eat today? What you ate yesterday? It's called leftovers. Thank you, mama. Thank you. Oh, boy. And Brother Sherman, sometimes it was better than the first day because it's setting them juices. Just look up and say, thank you, mama. You did the best you could with what you had. Beans and wieners. Yeah, sometimes they didn't have no beans, just had wieners. Sometimes they didn't have no bun, couldn't have a hot dog. I had wieners. Cut it up, there's a little mustard. Enjoy. Are you going to make me go that potted meat, spam, Vienna sausage, bologna and cheese, fried, bubble, pop it, put it on. Come on, y'all. I remember mama standing in line. Lord, don't help me get emotional. Getting powdered milk. That's right. Milk in powder form. Pour it in water. And you stir forever to get it to smooth out. She did the best she could. Commodity cheese. That big old block of cheese. I did not like it. Couldn't stand it. But she made sure I ate every day and was full. Tell her, say, thank you, mama. If she wouldn't have made them sacrifices, you wouldn't be here today. And none of y'all died of starvation. Now you aren't happy when you're eating it, but you ate it. Because mom will say, eat it or starve. Thank you, mama. Oh, Jesus. I remember my mama. I remember middle, early in the morning walking her to the bus stop while my brother and sister sleep, while my daddy on drugs to the bus stop. I'm walking her to go to a job where she got to clean floors in the morning. And then in the evening, she got to go to a newspaper factory and put papers through a machine. And we had to be home by ourselves. And guess what? Came inside when we were supposed to, maybe fuss and argue, but she knew. She was doing the best. Come on, think of your mama. That's what I want to do. Put it on your mind today. She did the best she could. How ungrateful for you to insult that say, well, she could have, she could have. She could have, but she did what she could based upon what she had. Is that not what Mary does? She makes the best of a bad situation. Some of you like me, you grew up poor. You, did, you thought poor was normal. You thought eat top ramen was a delicacy. You love it to the day. Come on, we got all kind of ways. Warm it up, throw some sausage in it, throw some wieners in it, get some. 
Just amount of water to make it a little juicy, get a little gravy. Thank you, mama. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I didn't starve. I had a place to sleep. I may have to share the bed, but I shared a bed. And when I had to sleep on the floor, you made it a quilt. You put a quilt down there and you said, go to sleep. Oh, boy, you going to make me press it. Thank you, mama, because there was times we ate and you didn't eat. Oh, God. Thank you, mama. Thank you, mama. Where would you be if your mama hadn't sacrificed for you? Oh, I remember. I remember. Thank you, mama. Telling me, be careful. When you come from school, take them shoes off. Your brother got to wear them shoes. She did the best she could. Thank you, mama. Not only physically, but spiritually. Can you hear mama praying for you? Lord, take care of my child out there in them streets. Lord, he hard-headed. Lord, she don't listen. Please take care of her. Protect my child, Lord. Watch over my child. Thank you, mama. Because somebody took time to pray for you when you were acting ignorant. You thought you knew it all. Couldn't nobody tell you nothing. Mama was praying for you when you did wrong. She still loved you. She fussed you out, but she loved you anyway. Trying to press my point. Thank you, mama. Get emotional because I know what I had to go through. Don't you ever forget. Don't you ever forget what your mama did. She wasn't the best, but she did the best she could with what she had. She didn't know no better, so she made work what she had. Thank you, mama. Thank you, mama. Oh, thank you, mama. No many times I broke your heart. I know many times I made you mad. I know many times I was flip at the lip, had a flip mouth you couldn't tell. Many times you told me don't go and I went. Many times I snuck in late at night thinking you didn't know, but you had been praying. That's why when I walk in the door, you were asleep on the couch. Thank you, mama. Thank you, mama. Oh, Lord. But then number two. Thank you, mama. <clears throat> for protecting me and making it your priority. Mm-hmm. You don't feel me like I want you. Mama, I hope this letter finds you doing well. You're in glory with the Father now, and I thank him for you. Thank you so much. I didn't get time enough to tell you I didn't get enough time to really show you so here's my way of saying thank you you are appreciated because you took time to make sacrifices that I didn't realize then but I know it now I know it's so good now mama that I teach it to my own children I hear your voice mama in my head thank you mama but thank you mama for making making, protecting me your priority. Bishop, now where you see that in the text? Keep reading. Look at the text. Verse 7. And she brought her firstborn son. Watch what she did. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Let me help you see it. She wrapped him up because it was cold. 
but she watched him because it was dangerous. She wrapped him and she watched him. She wrapped him up because he was cold, but she watched him because it was dangerous. Where you see that at? There were animals there all around. She didn't train the animals. She didn't know the animals, but she knew that was her child there. So she wrapped him to keep him warm and she watched him to make sure nobody heard him. Oh, God, Jesus, you're not listening like remember, this is a feeding trough. They got animals all around, all kinds of animals. And at a moment's notice, these animals could flip on mama, could tear everything up, could kill Joseph, eat the baby and everything. These are not trained, calm, cool animals. Get this in your mind. These were animals. Okay, let me equate the animals to some people that come around your child. Oh, God. Some people that will try to hurt your child. Mama had to watch and wrap you. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm so glad mama watched all the times. Mama watched as she wrapped. She protected you. Oh, boy, I hear my mama talking. Every time she said, boy, them boys going to get you in. She's watching and protecting. Girl, I don't want you hanging out with him. She was watching and protecting. Every time you sucked your teeth, you rolled your eyes, you stumped off, and she tapped that butt. She was watching. Oh, boy, I wish we had mamas like that today. And protecting. Call the school. I don't care how tired she is, how hard she worked. Let the school call and say somebody did something to her baby. She coming, and she going to watch and protect. You can touch any other kid in this school. Keep your hands off my child. He may be wrong. She may be wrong, but that's my child. I'll take care of that. And mama loved enough. She didn't care about embarrassing you. She loved you too much to be cute and chastising you. You're going to get it when you get home. No, you're going to get it where you commit it. You need to tell mama, thank you. Anybody grateful that mama disciplined them, that mama whipped you, just didn't let you run wild, just didn't let you act a fool, just didn't let you have it your way. Mama said you ain't going and that's that. And if you try to sneak out, I'm a whip. Mary, watch. And she rapped. Now, I know you may be thinking about Joseph, but we'll get to him. But Mary watched and she rapped. Anybody had a mama like that? You better be in here before them streetlights come on. Well, mama, they get to, I don't care what they get to do. See, she was quoting Joshua without knowing it. As for me and my house. Johnny, where you going? Man, I got to go inside. Man, it's still later, man. You can hang out. Uh Uh-uh. You don't know my mama. I wish I had a witness. I wish I had a witness. Now I understand. Mama, now I understand. Now I understand. After all those awards and stuff, the first thing you said, thank my mama. Because mama was there when nobody else was there. Thank God for daddy, but we're talking about mama. Mama was there. And so you ought to thank your mama for making protection a priority. She did the best she could. Mama fight a fella in the street behind her child. You hear what I'm saying? Uh, she, 
She ain't waiting on nobody. And she'll say, go get whoever you want to get. Don't put your hand on my child. I'll fight you and whoever. Where the real mama's at? Will the real mama say amen? I'm, I don't care what they did. That's my child. And I will give them a double whipping. One at school and one that I get home. Because the one at school because you did wrong. The one at home because you got me off my job. I can fool around and lose my job. I just got this job. You got me looking bad in front of all these people. I taught you better than that. You going to get it twice. Because she love you. Why she had to? The Bible says, "Those whom he loves, he chastens, he disciplines." Yeah. Ain't no love without no discipline. I ain't trying to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Ooh, anybody other than me heard that over and over and over. You gonna do what I say? Oh, let me get Big Mama for a minute. And when you think. You're too grown or you're too big. Let me go deep south. Here you go, Felicia, Ed. And you start smelling yourself. When you get to that point, when you think, oh, come on, big mama. When you think you know more than me, I see you filling out. Now you got a little butt. You got a little breast. I see you standing up tall. Now your shoulders broad. But the minute you think you're going to challenge me, where big mama at? Because it ain't going to be but one woman in this house. Thank you, mama. Some of y'all had to leave out, but mama was not compromising. Leave, because you ain't going to run this here. Not when I'm paying no bills. Not when I'm feeding you. You're going to let some old knucklehead boy tell you, well, I take care of you. Go, go right ahead. And big mama was not going to lose no sleep behind it. Where your daughter? She's somewhere out there. I pray the Lord. See, that's what we forget. That's what we forget. Mama didn't worry. She prayed. She didn't go looking for you. She prayed. Because she knows there's a God who sits high and looks low. And here you worrying about, I wonder what they're doing. I hope they are. You better go to sleep and let the Lord take care of that. The Bible says he don't sleep or slumber. So if Jesus up, what I'm doing up? Worry is a sin. It's unhealthy. It's unnatural. It'll keep you unhappy. Thank you, mama. I wish I would have learned it when you was telling me. But I know it now. I'm not worried about them. And she would say, because I did the best. I, I taught you right. Come on, you've heard your mama say that. I don't know why you acting like that. I taught you right. Now you going in that school acting a fool. You know we don't do that here. But in this day and age, you do it at home, you do it at school, you do it in the street, you just do it where you do it. It's become acceptable. I have rights. You have a right. You have a right for me to tap that button whenever... You have a right when I'm whipping you for me to ask you what you're crying about. Do you want me to give you something to really? Oh, boy, big mama. Thank you, mama, for making protection a priority. 
that Mary watched and wrapped that baby up. Oh, God. She didn't leave to go on a date and tell somebody, just check in on my children. Mm -hmm. She didn't leave. She made sure that that child was somewhere safe with people she knew. Oh, come on. Let's just just go back. Go back with me for a minute. Those old school. You you remember, because see, old school was old, but it was still good school. There were people in the neighborhood that if they saw you, I'm going to tell Sylvia, you and Keith out here, I'm going to tell Sylvia when she comes. And children back then had a fear of mama. Oh, don't tell mama. Oh, Miss So-and-so. Now you go to jail because you won't hurt them because they're going to say something. Tell her, I don't care who you think you. Oh, y'all won't be quiet now. You know I'm telling the truth. Times have changed. Listen, but the old school is good school. You need to know what's going on. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Amen, somebody. Young people, listen to me good. Listen to me good. You don't know none of that, but listen, you ought to sit down with mama and just let her tell you a little bit. I know you don't like them old stories, but the only reason you here. Listen to me good. The only reason you are here today living and breathing is because mama was willing to make sacrifices some of y'all ain't willing to do today. Mama made, oh God, mama made sure I went to church even if she didn't go. Listen to me. Spiritual protection. Everybody in here, you in this house, you going to church. I don't care how you feel. I don't care if you ain't got nothing that match, you going to church. It's a sad indictment. We live in a day and age where children got an option. You sleepy, stay home. You going to sleep in church. All the sacrifices my mama made, all the stuff I learned, I don't care if you don't feel like going. Matter of fact, I don't care how you feel, but if you're going to live here. And watch this. And then we as young people let our mouth overload our behind. Here's what we say. Here's what we say. But I can't wait till I'm grown because I'm going to do good. If you want to be grown now, you can leave now. But as long as you in this house, see, you're going to let your juicy lips get you in trouble. That's what I call it. Juicy lips. I call it juicy lips when you talk too much. When I be a man, hey, you think you're a man now, you can leave now. Well, mama, you ain't got to talk to me like that. You're right, but this is my house. I talk how I want to talk. I do what I want to do. I say what I want to say. I could have every door open in here if I want. I could run the AC all day. I could have your heart feeling like a slave. This is my house. And don't you forget it. If somebody asks you who house it is, you say, Mama house. Hey. You ain't got no house. You don't pay no mortgage. This is just a place I'm resting until. Oh, gosh. New kids don't want to hear this. This new kids on the block don't want to hear this. It's mama house. Can I push you further? That car you drive ain't your car till it's paid for. Wait, wait, wait. Fully. I ain't talking about no notes. Stop paying the notes. Watch what happens. The next time your child says it's my house too, tell them pay a note, pay a bill, pay a bill. It ain't yours till you paying something. 
So the least you can do, the least you can do is try to keep this little place clean where you rest. Thank you, mama. You watch and you protect. You watched and you wrapped. You kept your eyes because you weren't letting no anybody get around your child. We're in a day and age now. Anybody come get them. Anybody drop them off because your nerves bad. See, we as adults, we so stressed now. Ooh, my nerves so bad. Just come get them. Just come take them. Ooh, do this, do this. Listen, listen, listen. Don't you let yourself get so stressed. Now, if it ain't your child, it's a whole different ball of wax. Because you should not be stressed by nobody else's child. I'm preaching to myself, so let me talk about me. Not even by your grandkids, because they're called grandkids for a reason. They're not called your kids, they're called grandkids. No, li- listen, listen. Because I have raised some to be spoiled rotten. And the minute they say something I don't like, I'm ready to have kill him. And the Lord said, hold on. That's your partner. That's your buddy. That's your girl. She looks so cute. But they ain't going to be cute no more once they start getting older and start talking back. You know what really? You know what really? You know what really needs to happen? And children, I, I just need you to listen because I'm, I'm giving you a bit of advice that's going to warn you. Because if you don't follow these rules now, you're going to incur some damages. You know what really needs to happen? Some of our children really need, really need this. A real good butt whipping. Oh, real. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, don't hang up on me. Well, I don't hit my children. Okay, that's you then. And the words of, <laughs> the words of my wife, then don't bring them by me. Because she ain't Joshua as for me in my house. She's, you know, I don't put her in this, her, her motto, in this house, we whips. In this house, we whips. Amen, somebody. You ought to be grateful. Come on. Anybody other than me, you remember one real good butt whip? I know. I mean, woo. I wish I would have grew up like, I wish I would have grew up like these kids here today. They don't get women. They get punishment. Punish me all day, baby. Punish me. Because pretty soon, I will get comfortable with the punishment and not want. See, because you can't punish them by not going outside. I don't go nowhere. <laughs> Where my old school people? Johnny, you can't go outside. I can't go outside. Peter, you can't go outside. Okay, cool. I'll be in my room playing my games. And I will. Every parent looked, look at me. Parent, you want to really get them? You ready? Two things you got to do. Just do these two things and everything going to be good. Take the phone and the games. They're going to have a hernia. They're going to. They're going to have a heart attack. They're going to fall out. Ah! Take the phone and everything changes. Hey, mama, how you doing? Take the phone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. 
Oh, I'm all right. Watch how bad it is. You know I'm dying telling a lot. No, I don't want to eat. Huh? No. No. Mama, when can I have? Don't you ask me. Big mama say, ask me. Not two, Lynette. Because you're not only going to get it, but you're going to get something with it. All right, let me close. Let me close. Dear mama, thank you. Thank you, mama, for doing your best with what you had. Thank you, mama, for protecting me as your priority. But number three, dear mama, thank you because God used a mess to bring a miracle. Right there in verse, watch it, watch it. Look at verse 12, look at verse 12. Thank you, mama. Listen, and this will be the sign. Sign in the Greek is equivalent to miracle to you. This will be the miracle. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Here's going to be the miracle. After all of that, you're going to find a baby in a manger. Okay, you ain't feeling me like I want you to. After you get past the slop of the pigs, after you get past that foul smell from the horses, after you get past all that mess the cows done did, and after you get past all that old and all those smells and stepping over stuff and stepping around stuff, guess what you're going to find? A baby. Wrapped in swaddling clothes. You ought to thank God because, in spite of all the mess mama may experience, you got here, and that's a miracle. Amen. 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 You know how many people want kids and can't have them? Yeah. And some of y'all done had two, three, four, and you, and, and you don't understand that's a beauty. Watch this. The thing is, you've got to make sure you cultivate and you nurture that and you invest in that because they ain't going to be small. Hello, somebody, always. Amen. And you want to be able to say when you stand before Lord, however they're living, I did the best I can do. I watched and I rapped when they were in my sphere of influence, when they were close to me. Now they're gone. So watch this. I shift that now. Father, watch over them. Father, you protect them. Father, you keep them. That's the miracle. Look at it. The miracle is after they, the shepherds got past all of that, they found the baby in the manger around all that mess. Let me personalize it. You ought to thank God for all the mess you've been through. You're still here. All the wrong you did, all the people you hurt, all the lies you told, all the dirt you did, all the mess you started, all the gossip you, you threw the rocks and hid your hands. Every time you said something, you know you shouldn't. And then you was bold enough to say, I don't care how you feel. I'm going to tell you how I feel. And when you said stuff like, you dead to me, you don't mean all that mess. You steal it. That's a miracle. You know how many people didn't make it and did less than you. You ought to thank God for mama. Because it was God who kept her in the midst of the mess. With her non-education, non-driving, non-good people skills, all that stuff, she still allowed you to get here. 
and you helped it. You grew up and you had clothes on your back, food in your stomach and a roof over your head. And truth be told, that's really all that's required. All that other stuff is extra. Come on, we didn't have camps where you learn how to play football and all that. You go on the street and learn the best way you can. We didn't have karate class, so we go see karate movies and act them out in the street. Oh, come on, come on, y'all. Oh, okay. All right, y'all. Mama, thank you. Because in the midst of the mess, that was the miracle. That's the miracle. Jesus comes forth into the world. The miracle is that God showed up in your mess. When you were a mess. That's the only reason you survived. He showed up in your mess. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. I don't know about you. But I'm grateful. God showed up in my mess. Oh, Lord. I'm so glad he didn't leave me alone. I'm so glad he didn't let me die in doing the dirt I did to the people I did it to. Ooh, I am so grateful because if he would have did it, I would have been gone a long time ago. And he not only did it once, two, three times, but he kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. I dare not come in and not say thank you. I dare not come in and not lift my hands, not open my mouth. God has been good to me. You don't know what I did. I know you don't know what people did to me, but you don't know what I did to other people. It's a miracle in the mess. I said, it's a miracle in the mess. I said, okay, Lord, that's my little message. I'm good. He said, no, I want to show you something. I said, what's that? He said, go to Luke chapter 11. Watch this now. Luke chapter 11. I never saw this like this before. I hope my little message bless you. I hope that encourages you on your Mother's Day. I hope you leave appreciated, feeling appreciated. Because you did, and those times you didn't do your best, you did something. You didn't let it just stay there. Amen. Luke chapter 11, verse 27. I'm going to see if you can catch it. <clears throat> Here it is, son. Luke 11, verse 27. You got it? And it happened. As he spoke these words, that a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast which nurtured you. Jesus has, now he's full grown, his ministry is exploding, people know him all over, he's popular, he's doing miracle signs and wonders, and he's teaching this particular, watch me later, call. he's teaching this particular day, and a woman said, hold up! In the middle of Jesus' teaching, she said, hold up! Bless the womb that bore you. Bless the breast that gave you suck or milk. Watch this. She was saying to Jesus, Thank God for your mama. Thank, look, she don't even say thank you for you because she knows if it hadn't been for his mama, there'd be no more him. So let me say this to you. Mama, you did it right. Oh, God. That's what she said. She said, mama, listen, 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 listen to the words. This woman in the crowd raised her voice because she wanted to be heard. She wanted people to know this. And said to him, to Jesus, the Savior of the world, not I thank God for you, but bless your mama. Bless your mama. Listen to me good, young people. Any success you achieve in life, don't you ever get beside yourself 
and take your mama for granted. The only reason this has happened, because God allowed her to bring you. She could have had an abortion. She didn't have to. This woman says, blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast that know you. She's blessing his mother. Oh, Lord, I want you to feel it. She doesn't even know his mother. But I see you. And I see things in you that has blessed me. And so I simply want to say to you, I thank God for your mama. Because your mama did something right when she had you. You are only doing all you're doing, not only because you're Jesus, God's son, but the example is she is simply saying, I thank God for your mama. And you ought to, regardless of where she is and what she didn't do right, thank God for your mama. Don't you let nobody talk bad about that. Your mama. Whatever she didn't do right, we got it, but that was your mama. You ought to thank God for your mama. In other words, she simply says to Jesus, boy, your mama did good. She did good. And if I can leave you with any words today, if your mama's still living, you make that call. Or if you can make that trip today, listen to Bishop Good, make that trip today and look her in the face and say, mama, you did good. Because first of all, it's going to overwhelm her that you made the trip to come. But if you can't see it, then you call on the phone. If you can't call on the phone, you get on your knees, not, oh, thank you for my, no, get on your knees. See, because when you're on your knees, watch this, this is serious. You mean this from your heart. Listen, Father, thank you for my mama. Mama, I didn't get to say it all when I should have. Oh, but you did good. However many kids it is, you did good. Because it could have been a whole lot worse. And if everybody else in this family is messed up, listen, Mama, you did good by me. Because, see, I can't express how my brother or sister feel. They may not say this, but I know I can say it. And don't you let nobody talk bad about the person that has been good to you. Because your experience ain't my experience. But mama, you did right. You did right by me. Amen. Every head is by. Matter of fact, let all the mothers stand up. Every head is by every eye closed. I want all the mothers to stand up. 